And when you answer the question, what inspires us, that's really where I want to start in answering what does inspire us and how we as men are actually designed to, to imitate. We are designed to reflect. And I think, and I hope to convince you of it, that regardless of what the culture is putting out as masculinity, that what is really going to inspire us are godly men of character. That's the people that we will really look to in the end. So that's how we're going to finish in our next session, at starting at 10 or so. We'll finish with the idea of what does it look like to be a godly man of character. So uh, just a couple of things to introduce. You guys know this picture, right? That's a picture of Dr. Jordan Peterson. I had the privilege of going to hear him down in L.A. at the Staples Center. No, not Staples Center, the uh, YouTube Theater. So you guys know they built that big SoFi Stadium where the Rams and the Chargers are playing. So last year, it was about... By the way, there's a Florida Gator fan back here. I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan, okay? (laughs) We can't do this. This is a distraction. (laughs) I'm from Georgia originally, so... I have this long like uh, term history with the Florida Gators where they beat us our whole life. So anytime I see a Florida Gator fan, it like makes me wince a little bit. It's like, you know, your dad's about to smack you. I see the Gator fan. Ah, don't hurt me again. Uh, anyway, so back to Dr. Peterson. So it was fascinating to me because it was a Friday night. And to go downtown L.A. on a Friday night, it's, it's number one, like its own hassle in and of itself. So I go down and the YouTube theater is sold out. There's about four to 5,000 people there. And most of them were men. It was a predominantly male-attended conference or lecture, really. So he, he lectured from about 7 to about 9 that evening. And as I was sitting there, even the row right in front of me were young men. They were all under 25, 26. And so in that early young professional bracket. And it felt like I was in a church service. Uh, He starts with classical music. So there's this guitarist that comes out and he just does a beautiful job playing the guitar. And then he comes out for about an hour and a half and then just lectures on whatever Jordan Peterson felt like lecturing on that night. For those of you that are not aware, he is, I think he's a trained psychologist, but he's more like a cultural analyst. And this was about the time last year where he was getting picked up by the Daily Wire. So he was starting to do some of the Daily Wire stuff with Shapiro, if you're familiar with all that. So then um, as I sat there, I was actually really, I was struck by a couple of things. The first thing is that I don't remember the last time I've seen that many turtlenecks in one place. (laughs) I was like, whoa, too many turtlenecks for a lifetime right here. That was the first thing. The second thing that I was struck by is that these men were gobbling it up. They were looking to him like you would look to a pastor or a wise spiritual leader in your life. It was fascinating. I was like, these guys paid 70 bucks a ticket to come all the way to downtown L.A., pay $40 to park here, uh, to get off of work early. And they all wanted to come hear what Jordan Peterson had to say. And he basically, for an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, preaches to them. And then finishes with a time of Q&A where they're asking basic life questions like, should I stay in college? What's the best cut of a meat? (laughs) I was like, where's your dad at right now? You know, like, what's the matter with you guys? Uh, It was just this really phenomenal experience. And it reminded me of something 
which is that we as men actually long for and are inspired by strong leaders. We as men, we are inspired by strong men. That's point A. That we look to strong men. And that no one has to tell you be inspired by a strong man. You just are inspired by a strong man. I was uh, preparing even for our time here. And I found a Wall Street Journal op-ed article talking through what church leaders can learn from Jordan Peterson. The title of it is, What Jordan Peterson Can Teach Church Leaders. (laughs) I was like, oh. I had already been thinking about Peterson and the weird phenomena of people looking to Jordan Peterson to kind of be their spiritual leader and their guide. And in this, what he says is that basically Jordan Peterson talks directly to men and empowers men. And, And just hear me out on that. So that means that he's not saying, hey, you're inferior Hey, you should be ashamed of who you are. Hey, um, you know, just take a passive role. Let your wife or, or let whoever it is lead you. Like, hey, just be very passive. He says what happens is he speaks directly to men and he calls men to rise up. And the emphasis is going to be on human responsibility and excellence. And that, that resonates with people. I mean, the, the takeaway is you speak to the man and he listens. Just kind of a, a sometimes it, it feels like the culture's like, man, these men, they don't listen. I actually, I wonder if it's the opposite, where they are listening, they're just listening to different people. I wonder if it's actually baked into our DNA to be inspired by great men. And when we are inspired by great men, you don't have to tell us to listen, we just will listen. We're inspired by them. We will follow them. We will follow godly dudes. So this is, the, this is where I want to start. If we are okay with saying that, that godly men, strong men, a man's man. Uh, please tell me you guys are familiar with tool time. all right if you're not familiar with tool time it's on the rerun process right now this is like this 90s tim allen equivalent and every time he would do something manly that's it which kind of sounds like a georgia bulldog barking just so you know so i'm gonna do both today as a throwback to tim allen so i want to ask the question what prevents us from being that man Just above key definitions, what prevents us from being men of excellence? If you and I are inspired by great men, if you and I are naturally drawn to them, then what prevents us from becoming that great man? That's where I want to start today. So when I say philosophical foundations, that's just kind of a nerdy way of saying, what are the ideas? What ideas prevent you and I from being the great man that we wanted to be when we were 10 years old? So let me provide just a couple of definitions. I'm at the midway part of the first page here. What do I mean by inspired? It's something that captures our imagination. It elicits trust and emulation. When you're inspired by it, you're moved by it. We know that there are things that move us and inspire us, and we don't have to be told to be moved and inspired by them. We just are. We're moved and inspired by them. That's what I'm talking about with inspiration. And greatness. 
the state of being great as in size, skill, achievement, or power. That's what I mean by greatness. We are inspired by great men. We're inspired by strong men. So what prevents us from being that great man or that strong man? A man's man. Ur, 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 ur. It's starting to sound kind of like a seal. I need to like deepen it a little bit. <laughs> All right. Wait, where am I? All right, here we are. All right, uh, thought exercise. Is it still too early? Did the black rifle coffee get pumping through your veins yet? You ready? Uh, I'd like you to hearken back to your 10-year-old self. Some of you, that's not been too long. And for others, it's been a little while, right? Think of your 10-year-old self. And someone comes to you and says, what do you want to be when you grow up? And we had, I mean, how, how many times have you answered that question as a young boy? What do you want to be when you grow up, young man? You know you think of yourself at that age, and most likely it, it was something like firefighter, right? Courageous, running into buildings with a Dalmatian, because that's what firefighters do, of course. <laughs> Anyone a firefighter here? <laughs> no, all right, they can't disprove my Dalmatian theory then. It stands. <laughs> uh, police officer, right? Ten-year-old, inspired by being a police officer, and I still think, even though there's a lot of weirdness from some of the wokeness that's out there, that the courage of a police officer is inspiring. And then as a young man, that's what really gripped us, is we wanted to be a young man that protected other people. Navy SEAL. Did, did anyone else go through, like, the special forces aspirations that I went through? I was like, I could do it. I could do it. That's my machine gun, by the way. Yeah, I could do it. You know, I remember even for a while training for uh, special forces. So we had a police, or excuse me, we had a pool, not a police. We had a pool. And so we would jump off of the roof into the pool. We would see who could hold their breath the longest. You know, like those were all training tactics that we had to get good at. Think of your 10-year-old self. What else did you inspire? What, what else did you aspire to be? Think of yourselves. I'm looking for feedback on this one. What else did you aspire to be? Truck driver. Truck driver. Man's man. That's whenever, do um, you remember the Sylvester Stallone movie, Over the Top? Yeah. The arm wrestling truck driver. <laughs> he's like doing bicep curls on the front of his truck one day. I was like, well, yeah, he's a man. <sighs> what else? Baseball. Yeah, professional athletes. There are multiple professional athletes, like basketball. I grew up in the Jordan era, so it was like, yes, five foot nine. I'm totally going to be a point guard in the NBA. There was that phase. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, you went through your own phase, NFL, NBA. Anything else? Fighter pilot. Oh, yeah. Fighter pilot, top gun. Astronaut. Astronaut. Okay, just think for a second. None of us aspire to be mediocre. Isn't that interesting? What do you want to be when you get up? Good old. It's like, well, I'd like to bounce between job to job, you know. <laughs> Thinking part time at GameStop and then an online gamer the rest of my time. <laughs> my sons are like, no, dad, don't take our dreams from us. <laughs> I love you, man. Uh, none of us aspire towards mediocrity. 
I mean, just, just functionally speaking. So I'm, I'm going to go deep for a second and then come back up for air. None of us aspire to be an angry man. Ugh. What do you want to be when you get older? Angry all the time? My kids not want to talk to me? <laughs> right? I know that's... All right, deep. One more. One more depth. I want to be an impure man. Just dream of being impure. I don't know how many lives I'd love to destroy with my impurity. Ugh. None of us, ins- like, none of us are inspired by that. None of us aspire to be that. That doesn't, ins- mediocrity does not inspire us as men. So what prevents us from moving to that? That's what I'm digging at. What prevents us from being the man that you were inspired to be as a 10-year-old or the man that God is calling you to be? Because I actually think that what inspired you as a 10-year-old is not extremely different from who God wants you to be. Right? And maybe some of you had like a, a wacky circus aspiration as a 10-year-old. Maybe all right, there's one that maybe God doesn't want you to be in some weird way. But by and large, what inspires us is actually very, very close to what God is calling us to be as men. So I'm at the, the bottom part of the first page. You see the, the italics there under number one. It says, we are not inspired by mediocrity. Let me show you a couple of pictures here. Um, when you think about this, this is uh, there are influencers out there who are men that actually teach other men how to wear makeup. Seriously, I don't know if you knew this existed. Uh, so you have to learn how to put on makeup. None of us know that, most likely. The, I guess there are certain ways that you have to apply it so it doesn't look all schmeary and whatever you do to wear makeup, okay? There are men that teach other men how to wear makeup, lip gloss, eyeliner. And I'm, I'm wanting to be gracious, but also direct to a certain degree. So I'm calling that diracious, direct graciousness. Uh, a Maybelline man is not a man who inspires us, just functionally speaking. And I don't know this man and I don't know his heart. But I do know that as a 10-year-old, none of us look to a Maybelline man and say, I want to be that. I even think, and this is where you're seeing some of the infiltration of Maybelline men into public schools and into literature read in public schools. I even think to a certain degree that no matter what you pump into a 10-year-old, that he's still going to be inspired by the things that we have already talked about. So you can read a story about a Maybelline man at story time, but what's going to capture your attention is the Navy SEAL or the firefighter or the jet fighter. That's what's really going to capture your attention because that's what inspires you. We are not inspired by mediocrity. We're not inspired by mediocrity. We're inspired by something more. So Hollywood is actually going to try to pump in things. I would, I would like you to think of Hollywood as the mainstream media. So when I say Hollywood, I don't mean the locale, 20 minutes from where I live. I just mean like media. What is media going to pump into us? Well, media is going to pump in weird things. This was a movie that came out in 2022. It was about a guy who's babysitting his niece and his nephew, and then he romantically starts to, I guess, kind of fall for this neighbor who is a male. It's interesting because that movie was a Hallmark movie flopped. Nobody watched it. Now, when you think of the way that Hollywood works, Hollywood is going to try to funnel things into us. 
You know that. That's usually what like gets us riled up. That's how we get riled up. We like, oh no, they made another movie. They're gonna take over my kids. <laughs> ah, unplug the TV. Um, but I, I actually would encourage you to look at not necessarily what Hollywood is trying to pump in, but what do we go and watch? Rather, what inspires us? Okay, so in 2022, last year, do you know what the top two grossing movies were? What movies earned the most money? That's this year, 23. Top Gun. Top Gun and Avatar. These were the top. You can funnel in whatever effeminate version of manhood you would like to funnel in. But what really inspires us is something like a maverick. If you haven't seen Maverick, watch the second one, not the first one. I thought it was better, cleaner. So the idea is you got this guy who's just really good at his work. So good, he gets called back. He's very courageous, like somewhat, somewhat a maverick, one could say. Dangerous, doesn't always play by the rules, but really good at what he does. Fiercely loyal, willing to risk his own life for the sake of those that are around him. What inspires us are stories like a Top Gun, right? It's like, yeah, yes. You leave that, like, I felt like I should stand up and salute the movie screen whenever I left watching it. It's like, yes, this was great. Thank you. Um, Avatar. Most of you have seen one of the avatars, at least at this point. So Jake is the lead character, and he's an injured combat veteran, a Marine, who's then immobilized, and he's bound to a wheelchair until he gets his own avatar. And when you watch the first one into the second one, he's beginning to learn how to use this new avatar body. He then becomes a warrior leader. He finds a lady. He becomes the protector of this avatar tribe. When you think about what really captures our imagination, it's the Jake stories, it's the Maverick stories. So to a certain degree, I think you need to be discerning with what you're allowing yourself to see or your boys to see. But I would offer to you that what really inspires us is not this mediocre version of masculinity. Eh. Eh. What am I going to pay money to go back and see a couple of times? Maverick. Avatar. And that's not just me. That's, that's us as Westerners. So consider this for a second. Hollywood wants to give us a vision of masculinity, but deep inside, that's not who we want to be, and we know it. You don't want to be that. I don't want to be like that. I'm not inspired by that. You're not inspired by that. You young dudes that are sitting here, you're not inspired by that. You don't want to watch that. What inspires you are are the Batman stories, the Spider-Man stories, the men of courage doing courageous things. So Hollywood pushes agendas, but the highest grossing movies show us what we are really inspired by at the bottom of the first page. What really, really, really inspires you, it's this, it's greatness, greatness. 